Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas, you've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation? Hey, this is Christian Brindle, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time, folks. Um, Today, welcome to episode 251 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. Every single week, we bring you a podcast episode where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And folks, today we have um, a very important topic to discuss that we've talked about briefly um, over the years on this channel, but I feel like it maybe it hasn't been addressed quite enough, um, and I, I don't think people quite understand where they should put it in terms of their priority list, and that is customer service. How important should customer service be to you when you're selecting an insurance company to do business with? on your Medicare supplement plan, Medicare Advantage plan, life insurance plan, whatever the case might be. Now, to answer that question, you have to dissect a couple of things, right? You have to actually dissect how much service your particular policy is going to need, right? How how much upkeep is your policy going to need? For example, a, a whole life insurance policy that is very straightforward, does not go up in price, does not go down in benefits, and has no expiration date, maybe it expires at age 100 or something like that, um, doesn't need a lot of service. Maybe for, maybe once every five to 10 years, you might need to change your bank account that it's being taken out of or something like that. But there's not a whole lot of claims going on, right? Life insurance pays out a claim when you pass away. You're not going to be passing away every day. But it's an interesting topic to discuss with certain types of plans, 
particularly Medicare Advantage plans, which Medicare Advantage plans have a lot of working parts, particularly prescription drug coverage, medical benefits. Some Medicare Advantage plans have more restrictions than others, like referrals, prior authorizations. They all have some kind of prior authorizations, but some are a little bit more strict about it than others. And so where does it lie? Where should it lie? Should you prioritize it more than anything, but then potentially be stuck out in the cold with a plan that might not be the greatest? Let me start with this today, folks. Over the weekend, you'll be hearing this on a Monday, but over the weekend, my wife and I went on a date night. We try to do this um, fairly often, right? We try to do a couple a month, if not more. Um, It was a Friday night. We had tickets to a play at a local theater here in Utah. We have season tickets for this theater, so we go to a lot of plays. <laughs> um, we seem to we seem to enjoy them, so we keep going. Um, this is a very nice theater. Um, probably they spent millions upon millions building it, um, just with with how nice it is. But we always typically go to dinner before the play. So our routine is we usually have a babysitter come to the house watch my daughter. Um, my daughter is now two and a half years old, by the way, for anybody that's interested in knowing. Um, and then we'll go to dinner. So there was this restaurant that we went to this past weekend. It was a seafood place. It, it took over for a Joe's Crab Shack or something like that that maybe wasn't in the building anymore, and they kind of moved in, and it was a place I hadn't heard of before. My wife had never heard of it before, so we decided to go in. And it was a, it was essentially, you know, maybe a four or five o'clock dinner um, on a Friday night. Now, for the most part, in most places, and Utah is no exception, Salt Lake City is no exception, usually on a Friday, good restaurants are going to be packed. They're going to be slammed. They're going to have a very high demand for seating because typically Friday night is when everybody's able to go out. That's usually when... Most people plan their date, night, date nights. That's usually when a lot of people have their, their parties and, and big tables and everything like that. So we had a little skepticism on if we could be able to get in because we just it was kind of just a plan that was thrown together on the fly. We've all done this. Now, particularly, we get to this restaurant. It looks very nice on the outside. Um, we, go, we, we call ahead of time. They say there's no wait whatsoever for reservation. We're like, oh, we got lucky. We get there, there might be one or two other people in the entire restaurant. So we think to ourselves, that's weird. That's a little weird. So we're seated. We order some food. We order some drinks. um, And the service was okay. The restaurant was a nice restaurant. But... The food was ter- the food was um, terrible. It was awful. Point blank. It tasted like it had been sitting out all day, or maybe it sat out all day yesterday, and they stuck it in the microwave or threw it under a heat lamp and then gave it to us. Both of me and my wife walked away from it feeling sick. We couldn't finish our dinners, um, and it was a bad experience. Now, one th- there's some things that you can tell when it comes to restaurants. Sometimes you can kind of see the writing on the wall before you go in, especially if it's a you know, relatively nice-looking restaurant, and it's a Friday night and it's empty. Well, why? 
Why is that? There's got to be a reason. Right? There's got to be a reason for that. Opposed to looking at their reviews afterwards, which we probably should have done before we went um, on Google, their reviews were not were not good. So it seemed like multiple people for the last six months to a year had been going into this new restaurant, relatively new restaurant, and <clears throat> having a similar experience to what my wife and I had. And I tell you all this just to shift back gears to the original point, and that is sometimes you can see writing on the wall. We all like to be taken care of. We all like to feel like we're getting the best possible service. We do. And sometimes it's it's imperative, right? Now, the service at this place was fine, but the food was bad. The product was not very good. We had no issue with our server. Very nice, very attentive, very friendly. I, I still gave him a decent tip, despite the food being disgusting. Um And so there comes this balance to where good food or good service. Ultimately, you want both, but I've gone to plenty of restaurants in my day where the service is shit, excuse my language, the service is um, poor, mediocre, but the food is amazing and out of this world, so we put up with it. We've all been to a restaurant like that before. And a lot of people do that with their insurance companies. Now, is it a bad thing? Let's dissect farther. If maybe you have a plan that pays the claims well, there's not a tremendous amount of issues, um, and the benefits are superior to the rest of the competition in your market, but maybe every time you need to call them for something little, it's like World War III. We all have dealt with companies like this. Is that worth it in the grand scheme of things? My um, answer to that would be, I think that the customer service should be a part of your decision-making process. If you have, let's say, two plans that you're looking at and they're similar benefits or maybe the same benefits, one is just, they're, they're similar in price, maybe another company is just, just slightly more, but maybe they have better service, I would factor it into your decision. However, you don't want to go for only good service an appeal on the outside. Reputation for how easy an insurance company is to work with. You want to look at the benefits, folks. At the end of the day, right, isn't this what we're all trying to do? We're trying to get ourselves covered as well as possible. So there needs to be a balancing point, if you will. Now, again, if all things are created equal or or, or similar or maybe close to equal and one company might be slightly worse, but it's close, maybe slightly more expensive, but it's close, but they have tremendously better service. I'm going to lean in that direction. But what if there's two companies, one is astronomically worse on my medical benefits, my prescription coverage, doesn't cover my doctors, those kind of things. And there's, but there's, they're, they're known for their customer service. Another company, maybe not so much, but they check all the boxes in the other categories. Me personally, I'm going to go with the plan that checks the boxes for my needs. If you go with a good insurance agent, you shouldn't need to call the insurance company as much. Because if it really gets bad, if you try to call them up, if you can't get something done, your insurance agent should be able to help you. That's what we're here for. So my answer to this question is quite simple. I think it should be a balance. It should depend on what your situation is. Like I said, some insurance companies 
really you don't have to deal with them that often. Medicare supplements are an example of that. They pay if they pay claims if Medicare pays. If Medicare pays, they will pay. If Medicare doesn't pay, they will not pay. You're not going to really have to call a Medicare supplement company about a claim. Period. At all. Life insurance, like I just mentioned, there's a lot of life insurance plans that you barely will ever have to call. Medicare Advantage plans might be a different story. So if you're dealing with your Medicare Advantage company all the time for different things, you know, prior authorizations, referrals, things like that, it might be more imperative for you to take the service aspect of this a little bit more seriously. Anyway, folks, um, we're just experimenting doing these little shorter episodes. So if you enjoy them, I would love for you to let me know about it. If you'd rather us have a longer format back to where we were doing before, maybe 20, 30 minutes at a time, um, please let us know. Shoot me an email at christianb at xmission.com, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N. Be like, boy, at X like x-ray, M-I-S-S-I-O-N.com, christianb at xmission.com. And um, if you need help with your Medicare health plan, folks, we are in, licensed in somewhere between 35 to 40 states. I lose track. Our office number is 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340. Um, and as for me, I'd be more than happy to help you with your plan. And um, thanks so much for watching, folks. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, comment what your thoughts are on this particular topic, because I do think it's one that's probably a little bit more open-ended. Um, and if you're listening on the podcast platform, give us a five-star review and maybe something you like about the show. It does help us reach more people just like you. Until next time, folks, hope you have a fantastic week, and um, happy Medicare. <laughs>